Hi everybody, this is Caroline editing in the future. So after editing this podcast, I wanted to put a disclaimer out there for this episode. Um, Jenna got a kitten last week and she's so sweet. Her name is Minnow and Minnow joined us for our recording of this episode and she is just a tiny little cuddle bug. You'll actually get to hear her purring in the episode. So it's more in the later half of the episode, but just be aware if you hear a slight purring sound in the background, it's not you, it's the kitten. And we didn't realize how much you would hear her until I edited this episode. So I just wanted to put that out there now. Thanks for listening. Welcome to Shenanigans at Shady Pines, a show where two 90s babies, who are a little too obsessed with the Golden Girls, sit down, episode by episode, to dissect the show. We'll answer the question, why is this show still a hit 40 years later? Hi, I'm Jenna. And I'm Caroline. And this is Shenanigans at Shady Pines. In this episode, we'll be discussing Season 3, Episode 1, Old friends <laughs> well Jenna, we're back for season three no i am so excited i like season three you know i said this last um last like the first the season one recap mm-hmm. and i was so hyped about the second season but the season two recap really got me excited well I mean, just there's going some... through the next the list of episodes that we're going to discuss yeah. woo I know. I know that. I, so I know. Good. <laughs> yeah, it should be it should be so much fun. And what a strong like interesting start to this season. I thought this was a good um like a good classic Golden Girls episode where there's two plots mm-hmm. and one's a little more deep and then one's just silly. Yeah, I could I could agree with you well, there. Well, you know what's funny is I always thought when I saw this title is that the old friend, like, the title was for Fernando, not the oh, old stop. man. <laughs> you know what? You know what, though? There's that one scene at the end, though, where they're kind of comparing Fernando and Alvin, like, indirectly. Oh, yeah, so, for I mean, sure. They, they I probably mean, it goes are. for both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, okay. when I always hear old friends, that's the plot I think of. I don't think of um, that's hilarious part. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're kind of older friends than Sophia and Alvin. They're just exactly. friends that are old. Fernando exactly. and Rosa are, are old friends. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, you just changed my whole outlook on this episode. <laughs> well, so. you did too, because I I never thought of it the other way. Wow. We are wow. really gaining some perspective here. Yes, we are. <laughs> Well, to gain more perspective, do you want to get into adult education and learn about the episode? Yes, and do... Yes. (laughs) Okay, so the description of this episode is, Sophia befriends an elderly man who suffers from Alzheimer's disease. Meanwhile, Rose tries to get her teddy bear back from one of her sunshine cadets who holds it hostage. Ooh, and can I just say really quick how much I love this description and it really does a good job describing the episode (laughs) yes it's not one of those false ones exactly and it's not it tells you what you're getting and i sometimes they don't do that it's very vague um Uh but yeah thank you description writer so this episode was written by susan harris and terry grossman and also um kathy spear um i haven't heard her name before. Oh, you see her name a lot. Oh, you do. Have we I, seen I, her? Yeah. yeah, I feel like I see it on the credits a lot. So okay, maybe she did some like that we have before we mentioned the writers, or maybe okay. like this is the beginning. I don't know, but I think she is a pretty um, frequent okay. writer on the show. Um, and yet again, this episode was directed by Terry Hughes. Noise. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have quite a few guest stars in this episode. There's four, um, mm-hmm. and most of them start with the letter J. Um, but our first guest star is Joe Seneca as Alvin Newcastle. Oh, so sweet. I'm obsessed with him. Agreed. Um, Janet, Janet Mac- McLaughlin. I think that's how yeah. you say that. I think so. Okay. As Sandra. Jenny Lewis as Daisy. Daisy. 
There you and go. Steven Taylor as extra. Unfortunately, he's uncredited for that um, role. Yep. Tragic. Mm-hmm. Um, can I just say, out of all the child actors like we've seen so far, mm-hmm. um, Daisy is really good. I love Daisy. Like, um, she's yeah. a great character. She's hilarious. She's so funny. And, I mean, she talks like an adult, which is hysterical. Yeah, and she just sounds, like, sweet. And then she just uh-huh. has that little evil, like, twist yes. to her. Like, I decided cash is better. Yeah, like, so witty and genius. And I, evil genius. Yeah. I know. I really liked her. I didn't think about it until we started recording, but I thought, you know, she's, like, one of the really good child actors of the show. Yeah, like, she's she not, really is. She's not stiff as a board. Yeah. So good for her. She truly is. Yeah. So, um, this episode aired on September 19th, 1987. And let me tell you what. On this day, Mm -hmm. September 19th, 1987, there was a lot going on in the pop culture world. Like, a lot. Okay. Um, first of all, um, one of our childhood actors that she's in a couple movies that we grew up, um, watching was born on this day. Um, Daniel Panabaker. I think that's how you say her last name. I don't know um, who that is. Tell yes, me what she do. was in. Tell me what okay. she was in. I will tell you what she was in. Um, <laughs> she was in two um, Disney Channel original shows that we, or movies that we watched. What? Read It and Weep. Do you remember Read It and Weep? I don't remember that I, one as much. Yeah, I remember we watched it, but I don't remember the specifics the or anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and okay. then the other one was Stuck in the Suburbs. Okay. And then um, yours, mine, and ours is the one I really remember her in. Oh, um, the oldest yeah. daughter. Oh, I know exactly who she is. Yeah, she was in. Um, yes, yes, she was. She was pretty good. I mm-hmm. actually just watched. You know that didn't they just come out with a a new no, TV series or something? Yeah, right. Or was yeah. it cheaper by the dozen? Or was it both? Oh, it was cheaper by the dozen. You're right. Yeah, but I think those... I mean yours, mine is our yours, mine, and ours is already a remake. Yeah, you know, of yes, a, it of is an older movie, yeah. the one that so, we watch. So this actress from that was born. Was on this born day? September nineteenth. Okay, yes. got it, got it, got it. Great, so, great. A lot of music was happening on this time. I would have loved to be riding in the car listening to the radio. On yes. this day, because songs that you could hear were Michael Jackson, I Just Can't Stop Loving You. Okay, okay. Whitney Houston, Didn't <gasps> We Almost Have It All. Yes. And this is not a joke, but Rick Astley, Never Gonna Give You yeah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny, though, is we know that song as it's like second or mm-hmm. I don't know. It's not its first wave of fame. We know right. it because of Rick Rolling. Like, right. That's our generation. <laughs> right. Um, what was funny was um, I did an April Fool's prank on my students oh. this year. Stop. And it was like a looping Google form. And one of the things that you had to click on like popped up. Um, Stop. That song. I Rick Rolled them and it was amazing. That's so good. Did yes. they get it? Oh, oh yeah, they get it. Okay, okay, good. So funny. Okay, so another song that was popular was by Los Lobos, and it was La Da 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 Bamba, La 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 Bamba. It was did they did they remake it or something? It had to have been a re a redo. Like yeah, it it was popular again at this time. Okay, okay, because it is an older song, isn't it? Yeah, it must have been. it must have been I in know, a movie or something. Yeah, I know it's older because it was in the mo- in in the movie Grease. Right. So not only it was out like, like the fifties when mm-hmm. the movie takes place, but like the movie came out in the seventies. Okay. Maybe so it was like must an have anniversary had a new, or something. Yeah, it must have had a, a reawakening. Sure. And then this fact is kind of silly. Um <laughs> you know the song Wipe out by the Beach Boys. Oh God! Oh yeah. So, fun fact about us: we grew up um, in Williamsburg, Virginia, and they have the water park, Water Country USA. Yes. yes. And one of the is one of the rides Wipeout. 
Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because they play this song a lot there. That song makes me think of Water Country. Right, right. That was a memory I forgot I had. Yeah, they probably did it at Hubba Hubba Highway. Maybe. That sounds right. That sounds right, actually. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, so back to the song. Um, okay. There was a remake of it by the Fat Boys and the Beach Boys together. They collabed on oh. a new revamp of Wipeout. And Ooh. it's a very interesting song. So <laughs> I thought that was funny. And then Great. two more facts on the cover of Life magazine was Prince Charles. And Oof. let me read you the headline to it because it is hysterical. Oh my gosh. Okay, I'm ready. So, <laughs> so I sounded like Marge Simpson there. <laughs> um, so the headline to the September 1987 um, cover was Charles, good guy or wimp? <laughs> and Wimp. Yes, we vote wimp. I can't we, stand him. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't oh. say that about a future king. But he's not our king, Joe. This is true. This is true. This is true. He's not I our mean, king. Yeah, I'm sure they have a lot to say about our twelve <laughs> leader. <laughs> I mean, anywho, um, and then on the cover of Rolling Stone magazine is none other than Michael Jackson himself. Wow, what a busy ass day! I know that is something. Wow, and. This episode of The Golden Girls aired. And season three of The Golden Girls premiered. Yeah, yeah. What do you think of this episode as, like, a season premiere? Um, that's a great question. Eh? Okay. I mean, it is just a sitcom. Yeah. You know? It doesn't have to be, like, super deep or... You know, leave, like, a lifelong lasting impact. Yeah. Like, some of them do. Well, that's the thing is, it could be in any, pretty much, it could be in any order. Exactly, yeah. So, it's interesting what they choose. Like, how do you want to start the season off? Do you want to start off, like, with a really funny episode? Or, like, kind of this episode that is very funny, but very, very serious. Like, polar right. opposites. This is one of the more serious plot lines you, that we've seen so far. And it's interesting because I never saw it as that serious. Because I almost think, or thought, think, that the teddy bear plot is not more important, obviously, but is more of the episode. Oh, Okay. I always thought that the Alan part was the side plot. Alvin? Alvin. I'm so sorry. You say Alan? I don't know. <laughs> Mr. Alan. Mr. Alan. <laughs> oh well, um, before we get into the episode, can I sh- share these uh, fun facts with you that I found at IMDb? Yes, please. Okay, there's some cool ones. So, you know how we see Alvin and Sophia and they're on the Miami boardwalk, right? Mm-hmm. Apparently, it looks nothing like the Miami boardwalk. I'm not surprised. Yeah, and that's fine. I I didn't even know Miami had a boardwalk. I've never been there. Yeah, me either. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, it doesn't look like this, so don't don't think it's accurate. That's probably just naive of me. Yeah. Um, This next one's kind of sad, um, and I kind of thought of it before. Um, So, Estelle Getty, you know, in this plot line... Or, sorry, my bad. So, Alvin... Uh, suffers from Alzheimer's mm-hmm. and Alzheimer's is a type of dementia mm-hmm. and Estelle Getty actually died of mm-hmm. a kind of dementia. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. Yeah. Um, But this episode won an Emmy mm-hmm. for an Emmy that I did not know even existed. Um, Outstanding technical direction slash electronic camera work slash video control for a series. I wonder why. Like, I wonder why they chose this episode for that. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't... I, I Okay, this time I looked up the facts after I watched the episode, and I didn't really notice anything different mm-hmm. or interesting. Not, not bad camera work at all. It's just I wonder why this one. I feel like one thing, I and I might just totally be making this up, but I feel like there was a part in this episode, like, when Alvin gets upset. Okay. And, um... 
and Sophia's comforting him, I feel like there's either a slow, like, pan out or pan in or something like yeah. that. There's you know something what, there significant wa- with that moment. There was, at the end, there was a pretty, like, sad shot, you know, the bench at the end, and it kind of yeah. zooms out of oh, that. Maybe, mm-hmm. maybe that. Yeah. I don't know. Or maybe they even tried out something new with technology that was yeah. different. I don't know. Yeah, that'd be interesting to look more into that one. Yeah. Um, when Blanche tells Dorothy that Daisy is holding Fernando for ransom and sent her one of his ears, this is apparently a reference to, like, a famous kidnapping. Oh, really? Yeah. So, okay, this is a reference to the kidnapping of John Paul Getty III. Uh In 1973, he was kidnapped while in Rome. The Mm. kidnappers left a note demanding $17 million. Some family members initially thought he had staged the kidnapping to try and get Mm. money. After his grandfather refused to pay the ransom, his ear was cut off and sent to a newspaper to validate the danger he was in if the ransom wasn't paid. Oh my gosh, that's nuts. That's dark. There's also um, an episode like this in um, Bones. Oh really? Yes. Oh, that was a reference. I love that show. It's been a long time. Yeah. So, um, this is a cool one. Um, we all know Estelle Getty wasn't as old as Sophia was. Mm -hmm. Um, it was the same for Alvin. Alvin was only 68 when he played Alvin. Well, he did a very good job. He really did. I loved his performance. He's like, I feel like I need him as a grandpa. Yeah. I I love it. He would be such a good grandpa. Yeah. Just funny and sweet but having a good time he kind of reminds me of pawpaw a little bit yeah i could see it and i also love that they casted a black man as the character Mm -hmm. absolutely because i mean there's not a lot of color in this series no there's not and so it's exciting when there is yeah and just casually you know oh i have one more fun fact Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, Jenny Lewis played a Girl Scout in this episode. Two years later, she played a Girl Scout in Troop Beverly Hills. Oh. So I guess she had a, she was typecasted. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. That's all the fun facts. Um, we've, we, I, I feel, I feel as though we've been adult educated. Um, we have been so educated. So I feel like we should get into On Golden Girls. Let's do it. We've been thorough, so it's time. Okay, so the episode begins with um, Blanche and Dorothy getting ready for this rummage sale that they're having. Woohoo! Woo! You know, they're what doing is a, a rummage mu- sale. Maybe it's like a bigger version of a garage sale that they like contribute to. Mm hmm. But they seem to be doing better than that garage sale that they had um, when Lily came to visit, where they just could not part with anything. Mm-hmm. They seem like they're doing a lot better. <laughs> but Dorothy comes out, and it's so sad. Jenna, she's going to donate her pink outfit from the wedding. I know. Not the wedding outfit. No. And apparently, according to Blanche, it's the prettiest outfit she owns. Even though it doesn't make her look that good. Yeah. I was like, rude Blanche. Okay. I know. So rude. <laughs> Typical I know. Blanche. So, um, Daisy, a Girl Scout, I guess you could, well, she's not really a Girl Scout. She's like the Golden Girls brand of Girl Scout, mm-hmm. which is Sunshine Cadet. Yes. Um, cute little Cadet. redheaded girl. She comes out and she's helping them and uh, I don't know. Blanche asks her to get some things out of Rose's room because she's not there. She said, Daisy, can you go get the things off her bed or whatever? Right. And so Daisy goes off to do that. And Sophie, while she's gone, Sophia comes out and like kind of sets up. This is a lot of setup in this scene. There is, yeah. Yeah, Sophia is setting up, like, she's going to the boardwalk, basically. Mm -hmm. They leave, like, Dorothy goes to take her. And then after Sophia comes out, Daisy, Sunshine Cadet Daisy comes out and um, puts the things that Rose is donating onto the table. And she notices this so sweet little bear. And 
she kind of does that thing that kids do that are like, wow, this is really a great bear. I wish I could have one like that. <laughs> it's kind of sad. They kind of vaguely established that Daisy doesn't come from like, um, like a family that can afford a lot of things. So she kind of talks about how she would love to have one, but her family can't afford it or whatever. Oh, I never even picked up on that. I think she did. I'm like 90%. They don't really talk about it a lot, but she kind of, I mean, she could have even been making it up. But knowing her now. Knowing Daisy. But Blanche is like, you know what? She offers it to her. She gives it to, she gives the bear to um, Daisy. And I thought that was a nice thing to do. I mean, I it was too. being, yeah. it was being donated, whatever. Yeah. And she helped out. She helped out the whole morning. She did. Yeah. She got a bear out of it. Yeah. yeah. Do, do you want to know something? Yes, please. When um, I was in seventh grade, I took home ec as one mm-hmm. of my um, electives. Elect- uh-huh. Yeah. And um, we had a sewing unit. Oh, I and remember that unit. I yeah. love that unit. What did you make? Did you make something? I made a bunny. Cute. So I made a bear. That was su- It was supposed to look exactly like Fernando, Jenna. Oh my gosh. But... I lost because you had to order the pieces for it right and like you put in what you wanted and then they ordered it and mine came with like all the fabric and it came with Mm -hmm. face pieces and I lost I lost the face pieces most of them so I had to turn it in with like it was a pretty good bear but it didn't have a face oh my gosh and I just was like, oh my god. I got a B on it because I didn't do a bad job. I just didn't have the face pieces. Oh my but the teacher was so sweet and like fixed the face for me. That's very nice. I wish Wasn't I could remember nice? who it was. I don't know. she was very good at her job. Yeah, I, I, really liked, I liked that. I liked that class. It was fun. I did too. Yeah. But anyway, um, Rose comes home and... She, she goes comes right home strategically because she has something hovering her face as Daisy walks out with her bear. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Oh, She's my like gosh. She's, like, holding, like, something big. Oh, my gosh. There's so much setup to this oh, first yeah. scene. It's, yeah, it's kind really of amazing. Is. Can you imagine I... being the person, like, in charge of the logistics for that? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> no. There is nothing I would rather do. Well, the opposite of that. I would rather do anything than that. Right. Well, Rose goes into her room and realizes immediately that Fernando is missing. Immediately. Like, uh, we haven't heard of this bear. No. Well, what's funny is um, in the other rummage sale, not rummage sale, the other garage sale episode, they have the other bear. I forget the other bear's name, but it's not Fernando. uh Yes, it is, Rose. Like that one. Was it a bear? Yes. Okay. I I think so. I I think I'm like 98% sure. Okay. Yes, it is, Rose. Yes, it is, Rose. (laughs) And the thing about Fernando is she's talking to Blanche and she's like, he's not just a toy. He's a family heirloom. And I keep thinking, like, what kind of family (laughs) heirlooms do they have in St. Olaf? They've got a teddy bear. They've got the ceremonial wedding plate. plate. Yes. (laughs) That's what I thought of when she said a family heirloom. Right. And honestly, like, I feel for Blanche in this moment because Blanche right. doesn't say, Blanche doesn't say, oh, I, I, this happened. She doesn't say anything at all. Yeah. I, Which I, what would you do? Well, I mean, she eventually told her. I would have told, I honestly would have told her. It, like, would have been weighing me down. I would have said something and I would have run after uh, Daisy. See, would you have said something? I, see, I think I would have said something then. then and, yeah. like, like you said, like, run after Daisy. Like, oh, yeah, let me I get think, it really quick. I think I would have, too. Like, before Daisy left and got too attached. Right. And that's what I thought Blanche did. So at the end of this episode, oh, or I didn't the even scene, think of that. Yeah, they they split up. Rose mm-hmm. goes to look for him, and I think, and Blanche yeah. leaves. She goes out the door. She goes and says, um, "I'm gonna go outside and see if he ran off. See if yeah. he ran off outside." Yeah. Yeah. So I just assumed that she went after Daisy. I didn't even think of that. Yeah, but I mean, it doesn't go so well. So this next scene is where we're introduced to um, Alvin. Yes. And 
Um, Sophia is at the boardwalk and she basically goes up to this bench where a man, that's Alvin, is sitting on it and she asks if anyone's sitting next to him. Mm-hmm. And they just like, right off the bat, have this really great... Um, yeah, they have really good banter. Yes, very good. And it's like classic Golden Girls, really good banter about being old. Yes. And like glaucoma and cataract. Yes. And it's just cute. And they're, tr- they're like, they're just, they, they just seem to really click. This scene is not very long, but they do a really good job. Yes, it's not very long. And I feel like, like I said earlier, like all of these Alvin parts aren't very long at all. Yeah. No, yeah. and he's only in three scenes yeah exactly three quick scenes and he's really like that's the thing about him that i really like is he's very um he makes an impact and he's, he's only very in three memorable scenes. yeah Mm-hmm. so we go back to the house that's it's such a quick scene like this, it is this, it is but, but they become really, friends so quick and just connect they do they really do so it's been a week um it's been about a week and Rose is in the kitchen. She cannot sleep because she's so upset about Fernando's disappearance. Yes. Like, it's messed up. I don't it's think, just, I don't, I don't think I would be as nice to Rose as her roommates are. <laughs> they're, they, they really coddle her. <laughs> they do. They have a lot of tolerance. <laughs> they do. <laughs> I mean, but Dorothy does tell her, like, get a grip on yourself. Yeah. Yes. I don't, yeah, that's a long time. And Rose just weirdly, this was so, it felt so out of character for Rose when she says she has a right to sing the blues. Right. I was like, oh, okay. Um, but this is just to show us, I guess, like how impactful Fernando's disappearance is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Rose, um, sorry, Blanche comes in and pretends that she has Fernando. She has a fake, like, decoy Fernando. That didn't look anything like it, but okay, honey. No, no, I know, I know. Good try. And (laughs) it was funny, though, because Rose has a sassy moment and she says, Thanks, Blanche. It's nice to know I have a friend like you who cares. cares. (laughs) And she looks at Dorothy. So funny. I know both of us would do something like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And this is where um, we learn that Blanche did try and go after Daisy for Fernando. Mm -hmm. And that Daisy is holding Fernando ransom. And she is, like, she sent him, she sent one of his ears. Mm -hmm. And she's. How this little girl is so, like, she knows too much. I know, I know, I know. She watches too much TV at night. Yes, yes. (laughs) What the heck? Maybe her parents are true crime junkies. Maybe so. Maybe. Um, so, uh, on that note, we go back to the boardwalk. Mm -hmm. And, um, Sophia and Alvin, they're so cute. They're people watching. (laughs) Yes, they're watching for people that peed in the ocean. And I love their commentary while they're (laughs) looking. I know! They're just literally just looking for people peeing in the ocean. (laughs) Um, but it's really cute! And this is kind of where we start to see little hints that Alvin has some memory issues. Um, because she's talking about Sal, who she's clearly talked about before, and she asks him about his late wife, Mm -hmm. and you think, if you didn't, like, if this was your first time watching it, you would think he was just grieving her still, because Mm -hmm. he starts crying. She keeps asking him, like, she is pretty pushy about asking him about his late wife. I'm really surprised she didn't pick up on the cues, especially with what she's been through, and she... She's able to, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. It's a sad moment. Like, she's just pushing him, like, about his wife, and he starts crying, and she apologizes, and he just, this is one of the first times that I've noticed that we hear really sad music on the Golden Girls. Yes! This moment was, like, really, yeah. It, I, and like you said earlier, like, I couldn't... It was hard, 
and maybe this is why, like, you keep saying, like, it's a really deep episode and, like, all of that. Mm-hmm. It, it wasn't that deep for me. I, I don't watch this episode a ton because it does feel deep for me. Yeah. And I get, I, I get why you would think that. It just doesn't hit me as hard. Yeah. And I, I feel like it's because I don't, like, that part where he's sad about, like, I thought that he was just upset about his, it was hard for me, like, watching it for the first time to connect to it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really feel a crazy connection to it. Yeah. I just, I mean, because I, I don't know it that well, and at the time that we watched it, we didn't really know anybody yeah. going through that. I just don't, I don't, it's not that I, like, it affects me and, like, takes me to a really dark place. Right. I just, I I don't know, it makes me really sad, and I just don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, and that's legit. Yeah, and it's not bad at all. It's a pretty good no. episode. Mm-hmm. I just don't really want to. Yeah. That's why I think it was an odd choice for the first episode of yeah. the series. Or the, it's kind um, of a, it's a downer. Yeah, and that's fine. Like, we can have those. Mm, I just think it's sure. an interesting choice. For um, first, but yeah. I don't, I mean, season five opens with Sick and Tired. So, I mean, maybe that's something they like to do. I don't remember what the opener for four is, but I don't know. Yeah. So... I think they do a good job, though, of going back and forth between the heavy and then the Fernando plot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> because after, you know, the commercial break and after Alvin's, like, literally sobbing on Sophia's shoulders, yeah. um, it goes back to the, the other plot. And Daisy is kind of negotiating with the girls. Yes. Kind like of. She is. She is. She wants a bike. Yeah. A like, Schwinn. That was yeah, our uh, first bike. Do you remember Papa and Grandma got us Schwins? Yeah, yeah, that was so fun. Yeah. Um, I forgot about that. They, oh, yeah, they were Schwins. Yep. Oh. Mm-hmm. So she's gonna get that bike out of them, and like, they go back and forth, and <laughs> Dorothy is clearly she's had it with this oh, girl. Yeah. She asks her about, like, being decent and honest oh and, like, when and then she, she gets on the phone. Oh, it's so funny. Oh, my gosh. I die. I think that's one of my favorite. It's one of my favorite Dorothy moments, for sure. And I know we've, it... already, have, we've already done our Dorothy episode, but that's seriously one of my favorites. Just how she keeps going on and on. I'm going to call the school for bad girls and you're not going to have ice cream or play jump rope. You're not going to have ice cream or play jump rope. And they're going to pick you up and put you in a sack. Yes. And she just keeps going and going. And I'm like, yes. And it doesn't even phase Daisy. She just goes, get Get real real, grandma. grandma. (laughs) And the way she says it, though, I'm like, okay, we got some I know. sass. It's just funny, though, because Blanche and Dorothy handle it completely differently. Dorothy's mm-hmm. like, absolutely not. I'm not taking this from you, right. even though it's not really getting them anywhere. And Blanche is like, we'll pay you. We'll do what we need to do right. to get the bear back. Right. <laughs> just oh two completely different approaches. It's right. great. <laughs> um, so, um, basically... Rose comes in. Oh, wait. Before Rose comes in, Daisy has this red, like, toy gun that she yes. holds to Fernando's head with red ink in it. It's loaded with red ink. How do you even uh, get, like, just plain ink? I don't know. Maybe that was a thing. <laughs> She's like, has the gun up against the bear's head. And she, the way she just walks out of the, of the door, like backwards, like a real, like this, this little actress, like great work. So good. So good. I know. And this is where Rose learns what is going on with her bear. Yes. And finally. she just goes, get him back. I yes. want my teddy. Oh my and gosh. what a way to find out. I know, I know, I know. Cut the crap and get the damn bear. I love how her tone just changes, too. And you know what? I I think rightfully so. Oh, absolutely. I feel like this is, like, how um, she gets when she's um, competitive. Like, that part came out Agreed. It just, like, you you snap and it's there. Yes. Totally, totally, totally. Um, 
<laughs> Once again, th- this episode really was back and forth and back and forth. It does. Um, it does. I know. I feel like weird talking about it in this way. <laughs> but I mean, this kind of is how it, it it sounds when we're talking about it, that it's really like sudden. But I think they do a fine job of like. Oh, yeah. Transitioning between the two. But this is our last scene with Al. Wait, no, it's not. Al's in another scene. Okay. So this is, I think I lied before. I said he was in three scenes. He's in four scenes. Liar! Um, Liar! So this is a really quick scene, again, where Al is clearly not lucid. Mm -hmm. Um, He yells at Sophia for sitting in his seat. And she thinks he's yelling at her because she's sitting in his physical seat. But he doesn't know who she is is i don't think sophia doesn't get it mm-hmm. she doesn't make the connection now do you think i always thought she would get it i do too i really think she would I have mean, gotten she it. lived in a nursing home she's 83 84 years old like yeah. she should have and realized like yeah this is kind of weird yeah and they do say later on like dorothy says um, maybe you just don't, or so they, when Dorothy tells her what's going on, Sophia kind of does know at that point. Right. So I don't really know what we're supposed to think. Yeah. Maybe she's maybe in denial. Maybe she's just like that, or maybe she's just in shock of what just happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, when a person's yelling at you, you kind of go into like a... You go into protected mode for yourself. Yeah, you do. You do, for sure. So maybe that's what was going on. So, basically, once Alice yelled at her, he storms off. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes to the next scene where Sophia is really upset about what's going on. Mm-hmm. She's making a scarf for a friend that she no longer has. It's kind of a cute little running bit. Not really a bit, yeah. but a thing where she's been making Alice scarf mm-hmm. this whole time. Where mm-hmm. she's knitting or crocheting or whatever yeah. she's doing. And she says this really sad line where she says, I'm making a scarf for a friend that I don't have anymore. Oh. And Rose is upset, too, because she's lost mm-hmm. Fernando. Yeah. Um, old friends. And I know, I know. Yeah, the old friends. Uh, <laughs> and they just go back and forth comparing yeah. the two. And they both are, you know, feeling the loss. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a sad time. It is. But the doorbell rings. <laughs> and it's Daisy. Daisy has decided that she's no longer going to accept gifts because mm. I've cash decided is... cash is better. Yes. <laughs> I've decided cash is better. And, and Blanche is like, all right, let me get my checkbook. And I'm like, Blanche, no, don't know, do that. I know. Absolutely not. And it's, it's, this is one of those long lasting scenes from the Golden Girls mm-hmm. where... Rose just gives her this monologue about, you know what? Like, she's had a huge change of heart. Mm-hmm. And, you know, sometimes we gotta, we gotta deal with, with, um, I don't remember, I don't even, I honestly don't even remember what she says. I mean, she's basically just like, sometimes you just have to deal with disappointment. Life doesn't always go your way and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. <laughs> sometimes life isn't fair, kiddo. And she just pushes her out the door, grabs Fernando and slams the door. That smile I know. she has afterwards warms my heart every, every time. Every time. It does not get old. Never. And the way she hugs the bear. This is amazing. And an amazing end to that scene. And the, um, the show goes back again to the boardwalk. And Alvin shows up. And he has two drinks. He bought Sophia a drink. And it seems like he's lucid again. Mm -hmm. Um, She wants to talk about what happened. And she wants an apology. And Al just like. I keep calling him Al. Alvin (laughs) like just kind of ignores her. And doesn't really acknowledge what happened before. Right. And um, they're bantering again. And Sophia kind of gets comfortable with him again. Mm -hmm. And. This is when we go to behind them, where Dorothy's watching them. Wait, but before you move on, I did want to talk about um, them sitting together on the bench. Okay. With the lukewarm soda. (laughs) Number one, ew. But they're holding hands. Now, 
Yeah. I wanted to talk about that because I always got the... I I feel like they're holding hands as friends. Do you yeah. think they were ever uh, holding hands as more than that? No, I don't think they're yeah. trying... No, I think they're just companions. I agree. Okay. I think I they have a nice relationship. You know what? Yeah, I never noticed that before until this this time I watched mm-hmm. it. So, yeah, I, I noticed that, too. I think that they're definitely friends. I don't think they're anything more. Yeah. This is where we watch Dorothy talk to Alvin's daughter, who is behind mm-hmm. them. And at first I was like, what is this woman's name? They're really not going to give her a name? Are you serious? But <sighs> she she name drops her later in the episode. Her name is Sandra. Mm-hmm. And um, it's it's so vague. They don't uh-huh. use the word Alzheimer's until the very end of the episode. Yes. Like, and I don't like that. Me either. And I think that's why I don't really, I don't know. I felt like if they put a name to it, like, when they were talking, like, he has Alzheimer's. Like. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It's a little sanitized. Like, um, the daughter talks about how, like, Sophia's had a great impact on him and um, how he just, he he has good days and bad days, which is something that people say about people going through that. They say that a lot. And um, Dorothy is kind of like, oh, like, you know, like, yeah, they're getting older. I guess it's part of being older. Mm-hmm. And Sandra at that point just says, but he's not going to get any better. And then it stops. Yeah. 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 And it's like, huh? Okay. What? Um, and I think that's it, why I don't like this episode that, well, not that, I don't know. This is what I have a problem with is just they're making the disease like a plot twist. And I feel like the whole time, mm, like everybody, mm-hmm. like it's obvious there's something, I mean, it's not a plot twist, and they're trying yeah. to make it a plot twist, yeah. in my opinion. I feel like this episode is better as a rewatch because of that, because mm. you know. Maybe, yeah. And you, like, look out for, like, the things that are going on the first couple times we meet Al. Mm-hmm. And I mean, maybe, I do, I will say, I kind of remember watching this as a kid uh-huh. and remembering the plot, it being a plot twist. Okay. For me, as a youngster. Yeah. You're kind of right. I don't but know I didn't I like know anybody like that. Mm-mm. Like no. That it's pretty it. ad- abstract. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we don't, we find out in the next scene mm-hmm. where Dorothy goes to talk to um, Sophia in her room. She's still knitting that scarf. And, um... Dorothy kind of goes on about how she met the daughter of Alvin and how they're going to actually send him to a place in New York where he'll get good care. And it, it's, it's interesting. This is where they actually say that he has Alzheimer's. Right. And it's really sad seeing Sophia react to it. Um, because I think she knows at that point she, Mm -hmm. she, she's known. But she says something like, um, people talk about how you should be grateful to be alive, but that's a lie. You really need a reason to get up. And sometimes life just sucks. I mean, yeah. 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 It's it's just an interesting ending to the episode. It is. It's, yeah, it's not very satisfying. No. But I, but I mean... Honestly, like it I feel shouldn't like, really be though. Yeah, because I mean, I feel like we're dealing with this now with Mima. Unfortunately, like I was thinking about it the other day. Like we still have two grandmas alive, but it doesn't feel like that all mm-hmm. the time because she does have dementia and she doesn't remember us right now. So I was just thinking about it and how I feel like we've never like mourned her if that makes Mm -hmm. sense i mean she's still alive obviously and we should we still see her and this and that but you know i guess it's more the relationship that we had Mm -hmm. yeah and so i guess this episode is kind of it's it sends a message that it didn't have a good closure because i mean 
really that's not what happens that's not what happens when you're dealing with somebody that yeah. unfortunately has that awful disease yeah it's just it's, kind of uh it's it's unsettling but it kind yes. of should it really should, it should be, be. Yeah. yeah so i feel like I feel like it is impactful. What mm-hmm. I really like is the last scene mm-hmm. where, um, well, I like it and I don't like it. We yeah. we see Sophia sitting by herself at the bench and she mm-hmm. just says, he's not coming back, is he? Because Dorothy right. goes up to her while she's mm-hmm. alone on a bench. And mm-hmm. I just think to myself, Sandra could have said something to right. Sophia or Dorothy. Right. Like, all right, we're going to. We're, ta- like, we're taking out. it's happening to stay. Yeah, like, like, that's the thing that bothers me. Is same, it same. feels It feels like they're treating Sophia like she's a kid. Right, and she's not an adult, like, gro- like... Like, they make choices for friends. her. Yeah, yeah, like, she should know, like, hey, this is gonna be... Just last week, we're planning on moving him. Like, she goes there every day to watch him. Why couldn't she have just said that you know or she could have even said something i one of the i think it was a fun fact on imdb mm-hmm. I, where it says like she could have told dorothy yeah but i think she really could have said something to sophia or like right. even sent them a letter like right i don't know i don't know um it's interesting though they talk about maybe visiting him Mm-hmm. Because we know they're from New York, and Dorothy kind of mentions, "Oh, like if we're ever in New York, maybe we could stop by, and you could give them the scarf that you made him." And Sophia says, "No, I think I'm just going to keep my memories of him here. Like I always want to remember him the way I knew him." Yeah, and I like that. I mean, I don't know this. This takes me back to Mima. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and how like I just like I love to remember her. You know the way like growing up with her. And it's hard to go and visit her. And that's selfish of me. Like, I should mm-hmm. go and visit her and say hi. Because I know yeah, it means you... a lot. <clears throat> and, I mean, it could trigger something, you know, whatever. But it's it's hard. Yeah. That's what's interesting about this show is, like, mm-hmm. it was... I feel like it was made for people who were getting mm-hmm. older. Mm-hmm. But, like, in in a weird way, like, we learned a lot from this show and... We learned about getting older from this show right. as young people. Right. Like, we learned lessons about growing older when we were, like, 12 or 14. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I don't I don't know. I don't know. It, it yeah. just, it, it has a lot of meaning and it changes a lot as you get older, I've noticed. I, I know. I was saying that this episode wasn't that deep, but now it's getting deep. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. This is a deep episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, the episode ends on, like, a shot of that bench being empty and it's like oh and yeah and she goes somebody sitting there i love that oh yeah someone tries to sit there maybe that's mm-hmm. who that extra was oh yeah that's exactly who that was <laughs> okay the uncredited extra mm-hmm. all right so that was the episode mm-hmm. uh, um so i don't have for stand by your man i don't have any men to count for blanche yeah i thought there was gonna be one but i don't me me too she tells a story in passing about yeah about a man hitting on her but she says in your dreams Uh um do you oh this is an odd episode so i think it's my turn to share a lady of the evening first okay 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 so um i'm gonna pick blanche okay because yeah i feel like blanche was she really did what she thought was best to get Fernando back. <laughs> she did. She was willing to break out the checkbook. She genuinely felt awful about getting rid of Fernando. She really did feel bad. And she did what she, she knew did. what to do to get Fernando back. So I thought, even though okay. she, it, it was such an accident that she did, she yeah. really did her best to try and make it better. Okay. okay. So that's who I pick. Who do you pick for Lady of the Evening? Your first gonna... season three Lady of the Evening. Mm. My first season three Lady of the Evening is going to be Dorothy. Oh. Because just that scene about um, the school for bad girls. I love that scene (laughs) so much. And I feel like if I was Rose's friend, that's how I would have reacted to the whole thing. Like, Rose, you're being ridiculous. Like, it's a bear. But then, like, I would have felt bad and then I would have helped get it back. But then she was also there for Sophia just yes. being supportive, checking on her, even though she didn't want her to. 
Yeah. Um, I think, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what would you rank this episode out of 10? 6.8. A 6.8. Interesting, Jen. <laughs> I, know, I, I liked it all right, yeah. but, like, I don't go back and watch it. Apparently mm-hmm. now it's going to make me emotional. Um, I know. It's an impactful episode. It is. It truly is. But that doesn't, it doesn't, I don't, I don't know. I think I'm going to give it a, I think I'm going to give it a six. I think you got it. Yeah. I think I'm going to give it a six. Okay. I, I felt weird talking about it because I felt like it jumped back and forth a lot, but I felt like watching it, that wasn't that bad. But, but I, I also what, like when it does that because it makes the yeah. episode move faster. It did move very fast. That yeah. was and nice. I like I like when they move fast. It means it's good. Yeah. You know what? I In think I'm going to change my ranking to a seven. <gasps> okay. Okay. Just just because I did really like the Daisy plot line. That was my favorite part. It was good. Yeah. Um, and it was a good balance between funny and sad. Mm-hmm. There were just For some sure. things that I didn't, you know wasn't obsessed with faux show yeah so um our next episode is going to be one of the episodes we said in our recap of season two like what we were looking forward to in season three this was one that we said we were really looking forward to um it is episode two one for the money oh oh yeah oh jenna's excited i love this one this is what one of those like flashback episodes i'm a sucker for a good flashback episode i'm a sucker for a flashback episode when it's like new flashbacks okay okay yeah i love it all (laughs) i don't i don't like episodes with flashbacks that we've already seen i don't mind it i don't well good for you (laughs) good for you well, I guess we'll talk about some money-making schemes, and we'll, you know what? We'll probably talk about how the Golden Girls would have been DoorDash drivers. Oh, yes. That's one of our theories. Yeah, totally. So, see ya! Bye! Thanks for joining us for another episode of Shenanigans at Shady Pines. Be sure to catch our next episode. Make sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any more episodes. Leave a review so more people can find us at Shady Pines. Be sure to check out our Instagram at shenanigans at Shady Pines. All one word. Until next time. Thank thank you for being a friend. friend.